Currently 45 degrees in Lynchburg, Bedford, Danville, and Appomattox, 44 in Amherst, 46 in Salem, and in Roanoke. Uh, we were, before we went into break, we were talking about, um, you know, preparing. Yeah, yeah. Should things get ugly mm-hmm. uh, around here? I mean, we've got warnings coming out when Washington is allowing those warnings to get out. You know, it's got to be bad. Yeah. Um, so I, I think they're covering their rear ends. So when all hell breaks loose, well, we warned you. Mm-hmm. We warned you. We won't take any responsibility, but but we did we did put out a warning. Right. So there you go. Um, we do have some resources for you. You can go to SoundCloud. You can go to Spotify podcast, and you can hear Glenn Bovlett's show, uh, Sustainable Living. And in the in these podcasts, there are episodes like um you know how to have a sustainability checklist where do you start when you're wanting to make sure that you're going to be you know okay Mm -hmm. if something like this happens you know food water shelter that kind of thing and he goes goes through there's one on planning for the staples what are the basics that you need to have uh, to make sure your family's taken care of how do you secure your water supply Mm-hmm. in situations like this there's one on what is martial law you know you you may need to know what martial law is do you know what it is do you know what what to do if we fall under martial law mm-hmm. so a lot of those things are addressed it's important with those with those shows so know that there are some resources out there for you uh, most of these run Anywhere from forty-five to fifty minutes in mm. that in that time frame, mm. but there's a lot of good information there, and there is a, a group, Sustainable Living Made Easy with Glenn Boblitz, on Facebook that you can join in. You can ask any questions to Glenn, uh, and you may have some considering the way the world's going right now. Yeah, and you probably should have some. So our president going over to Israel. Yeah. So did you see any of the sixty minutes? I've seen other people's analysis on it and i'm i'm just i'm amazed at scott pelly i mean it's like well it's even, like scott pelly brought brought uh, churchill back from the dead and he's frail and he's old and he's not all quite there and he's churchill though we want to make him look good right right biden is no churchill no even though he wants to run again to save the world but even even the interviewer came out and said you know, he's really tired. Of course, the way he words it, it's still... Anyway, uh, here's a little bit from, from the interview, and then we'll have Trump's response to that so interview. strongly. What does Israel mean to you? The Jews have been subject to abuse, prejudice, and attempt to wipe them out for over a thousand years. For me, it's about decency, respect, honor. It's just, not it's just simply wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. It violates every religious principle I have in every way and every single principle my father taught me. As we spoke to the president, his secretary of state was in Israel. His defense secretary was at a NATO meeting on Ukraine. America's oldest president seemed tired from directing all of this, but oh he God. was very clear oh on what he stood for and how his policies, in his view, would see America through. Oh, so his word. conclusion is that 
Biden is directing all these people from behind the scenes, and that is so exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting for him. That Biden is directing It's him. so... Biden is being directed, people. Ingenuous. That I cannot... Scott Pelley, come on, man. You're at the end of your career. You know, right. but just because of age, he's been a he's been a great interviewer. But this is so sad. Oh my God. It's so sad. Oh my God! Of course, Biden rarely grants interviews. True. Um, and so you have to know that it's going to be a softball interview, sure. and it was beyond a softball. Watch the interview from interview. a year ago with Scott Pelley. Right. I mean, it's yeah. It, it that's it's just it's a pretty. When For asked example about of journalism, Iran, he just said, "Don't, don't, don't, don't," and, and then Scott Pelley fills in the don'ts for him: "Don't invade, don't do this, don't do that." Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my lord! Well, I mean, Trump wasted no time speaking mm, up about it. Said they just interviewed crooked Joe Biden and led him along like a lost child. Each question contained the answer mm-hmm. and was so weakly and apologetically asked, it was a joke, which should be considered a campaign contribution to the Democratic this Party. This is true. He's right there. He's not wrong. He's right there. Why should CBS get free public airways for this highly partisan show? They never apologized to me for the mistakes they made on the laptop from hell. Do you remember that? And with no questions about that, though. Uh, uh, Trump alluded to his combative 60 Minutes interview with Leslie Stahl. Mm-hmm. Where, oh, yeah, I remember where that she one. laughed off yeah. the Hunter Biden scandal yep. um, and said that the newly surfaced laptop couldn't be verified. Mm-hmm. Well, it's verified now. Yeah. Yes, definitely verified now. But are we, you know, hearing anything about that? No. But it would seem that the American people are waking up a little bit. In that uh, now 40% of people being polled say that they do believe President Biden did something illegal mm-hmm. with Hunter. Right. So that's that's definitely up from where it was. Uh, of course, you've got 52% in the same you know survey mm-hmm. saying that uh, they think Trump did something illegal with the election mm-hmm. so well there's there's a, a new story that was uh, just the news which is a great resource and, and part part of its national review house oversight committee chairman james comer asked special counsel robert Hur to share documents related to biden's foreign business dealings i think that's going to come back to biden i know it's i know it's uh, his son but we've heard about the burner phone um John Solomon from Just the News, he has dug super deep. He called that cell phone number that was tied in with a lot of documents he found. And when he called the number, Joe Biden answered the phone. Yikes. Yikes is right. But people are still ignoring it. Right. I mean, they're still, and now that all this chaos is going on, they're like, well, well we don't have time to fool with that think, now. Think about this. I, I've thought about this. And I have friends that, that are smart people. I mean, they're no dummies. And they will say this stuff over here is a major distraction. So this over here will calm down and just sort of quiet down. What better way for Biden to let some of this stuff back in the U.S. kind of fizzle out while he's over there saving the world? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's what they're counting on. And I will tell you, I feel like the Republicans are helping. 
the way the world's going now, people are going to be saying, now is not the time to change president. We're just in a precarious place. Now is not the time to switch horses and stream. Yeah, wag the dog. And, and, you know, this isn't -hmm. isn't the time to do that. And and in the meantime, we can't even get a freaking speaker. Right. They can't even do that. Right. So do you think they're going to hand over the whole country to you when you can't even get a speaker put in place? And that's your own created chaos that you've made, Yates? I mean, we're not... Yeah. I mean, they're just handing them this thing Mm -hmm. at this point. And when I say wag the dog, I'm not not implying that this isn't a real war. Unfortunately, this is a real war. In the movie, it wasn't. All right? The lady was holding a bag of chips in in her hand, and they superimposed a baby in her arms, if you've seen the movie. This is real life stuff. But it is a distraction for president biden i i don't i i'm wondering if if trump was in and he said i'm going to israel they'd say he's in there to monkey up the works you know well why wouldn't they will let it play yeah, but, out but you know but but i don't know that they could say that because of all the criticism and i've got plenty right for trump i'm not a huge trump fan right but i will say this he far outperformed as far as world events and right. and world leadership and the way he interacted with other he far exceeded any expectation i had oh yeah absolutely so he, I, he was the way he dealt with north korea the right. way he dealt with china the way he dealt with mexico mm-hmm. uh he was he was firm but here's one of the things Jen, that will always amaze me about trump is that he went over and met with kim jong-un yeah that was after he called him Little Rocket Man, after right. he had said this, right. after he had said that. He's and, a benevolent dictator. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, and, and he still met with the guy, and the guy right. still wanted to meet with him. Right. I think he was kind of intrigued. Is this guy real? I'm, I'm saying from Kim Jong-un's perspective, is this guy real? I want to meet this guy. I don't know that he ever, did he ever meet with Pooh Bear in China in person? I don't, I don't know. Oh, I don't remember if he did. I don't think he did. <laughs> He hates it when he's got, they banned poo when he's a poo because of that. Um, Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't know that he ever called him Pooh Bear, but that would have been great (laughs) if he had it. So we were talking in the first hour about um, this this transnational Mm -hmm. theft ring that it was in Campbell County and that we're going to be seeing more and more of Mm -hmm. as our our borders are open. Right. Uh, We had a, a text from Laura said my brother lives in a high-end gated community Mm -hmm. in san antonio he can't even park his car in the driveway in a gated community in a in a high-end gated community his neighbor was parked in his own driveway and in 10 minutes his car was stripped wow wow that's just insane he also has a home in pennsylvania right we would love for him to move North, but apparently PA is having issues with M13, MS13 in the York area. Wow. I mean, this is all over. And and how is this not, how is this not considered an invasion of sorts? Because because it is an invasion. It is absolutely an invasion. The problem is... Uh, until these these big democratic cities are impacted mm-hmm. they're not going to acknowledge it right. as such now we're starting to see that now thanks to abbott yeah 
Yeah, yeah. yeah Who's yeah. saying, you want to know what it's like? Let yeah, me show let me, you. Yeah, let me send you a few. Don't park your car in the driveway. That's insane. Because it's going to be just like San Antonio. Wow. Uh, there is a um, a crippling blow that has been dealt to green energy development. Biden's probably not happy, happy about that. And it's coming from New York State. Oh, I love that. That's juicy. Isn't that? Let's we'll go into break. Yeah. We don't want to go anywhere. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Virginia Talk Radio Network. Well, good morning, and thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Our text number, 434-248-0704. Our toll-free number is 866-916-3776. Well, New York has weighed in, and they're saying, I can't go for that, Joe Biden. No can do. The blue state has delivered a pretty crippling blow to green energy development. That's going to be jeopardizing Joey's plans. If you'll recall, the uh, the president, uh, just days after taking office, issued an executive action that ordered his administration to increase opportunities for offshore wind industry as part of his aggressive climate change. Months later, he outlined goals to deploy 30 gigawatts of offshore wind energy by 2030. Wait a minute. That sounds like Back to the Future. 1.21 gigawatts. Gigawatts or whatever. Right. Sorry. So the wind energy folks uh, have asked to renegotiate existing contracts due to what? Inflation (laughs) and rising prices. No. What are you talking about? There's no inflation. No, none whatsoever. Not according to President JoJo. This is the best economy ever we've ever. heard. Right. There's no inflation or rising prices. What are you talking about? Uh, New York State Public Service Commission said, uh, no, we're not doing that. Because the re- uh, request would have resulted in an increase of 6.7% in utility costs for residential customers and 10.5% for commercial and industrial customers. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. The director of the New York Offshore Wind Alliance said, quote, today's PSC decision denying relief to the portfolio puts these projects in serious jeopardy and deals a potentially fatal blow to the progress these projects have made to localize clean energy manufacturing, reinvigorating New York's ports and harbors, train and deploy New York's skilled union workers, and revitalize environmental justice communities. 
Well, why? I mean, first of all, these environmental people, have you ever seen these turbines in action? I they have. look I've driven, I've horrible. Driven yeah. I mean, at least a pipeline's hidden. I don't have to look at that. <laughs> They're extremely for the loud, most part. too. Right. I was by one of them. Who wants to that? I can't imagine a that? field of them. One of them sounds, it sounds eerie. So ugly. It's eerie. So even New York is like, this ain't going to work. Right. No can do. And you can't blame them. I mean, no. at least they're waking up a little bit. Well, here's the thing, too. And, and it's funny that conservatives would be for, you know, the saving of the whales. Remember all the whales that were beached? Oh, yeah. They believe it was because they were tamping down into the into the ocean floor all those pylons that hold up the pylons and it was disturbing Mm -hmm. all the whales and the whales were beaching themselves and here you've got conservatives saying why isn't the media covering this right i mean and why would they not talk about that this is the actual impact and we had some former people from greenpeace saying this is absolutely the reason i mean these are the ones that would tie themselves to whatever so you wouldn't do anything to the whales mm-hmm. and anyway it's just yeah. it, it's nobody sits down and has a, a you know like a whole wall where we kind of plan this out and we talk about every possible scenario of government doesn't work that way mm-hmm. they just get in there and do it and build them damn things yeah just just do i don't it. care if you got to get the blades from china I've, just get them right i've signed my executive order <laughs> so uh, in entertainment news you know Ed Bagley Jr. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's got a the new one memoir out about his composting his own, you know. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Seriously, he brags about it, and then okay. he goes and rides his bicycle to work. Well, good for him. Yeah, At least well, he's walking the talk. Well, he is. He's or one of biking the, the talk. He's one of the few. I'll yeah. give him that. So, I mean, I I can respect that. Yeah. Uh, Ed Bagley Jr. in his memoir said he has learned he learned life-changing information about his biological mother in the most unusual way huh in an interview with the wall street journal he reflected on discovering that the woman he thought had been his mother yeah was really his stepmom really just before i turned 16 i was with my father en route to take my driver's license test Mm -hmm. on my birth certificate the box for my mother's name was blank the woman I thought was my mother, Amanda, had died of cancer when I was seven. I asked about the empty space. Dad was silent, but eventually said that my real mother was Sandy, someone I thought was a family friend. Oh my gosh. Wow, that's shocker. Later, wow. he said, uh, he told him that Sandy had been an NBC page with whom he had had an affair. Okay. The result was my sister, then me, 11 months later. Holy cow. Apparently, they didn't know how that worked. Wow. Nothing in our family was what it seemed. Oh, that's... Our oldest brother, Tom, turned out to be our cousin. Mm. He said that he and his sister would meet with Sandy regularly when he was younger, and they both enjoyed her company. Yeah. But when he found out about the truth of the relationship he felt cheated and lied to absolutely we'd see her maybe once or twice a year right she did see my success before passing in 98 Mm -hmm. later on he said uh, he realized he should have felt grateful to learn about his biological mother 
and his lack of gratitude contributed to substance abuse. Um, and then he goes on to share. That's man. That is. Is it? Is it that, that crazy? That is crazy. I worked with a guy. Mm-hmm. He was from Georgia, right? And his aunt and and her daughter mm-hmm. always lived together. Okay. They and they were spinsters and they mm-hmm. lived together and that's right. just the way it was. Yeah, right. He found out while we were working together that his aunt was actually the sister of his other aunt. Uh, wait a minute. So she was raising her daughter as her sister. Oh my god. She had had her in secret. Wow. And and I, I guess probably everybody. I mean, I've learned things in, in my family mm-hmm. that yeah. I never, I mean, I had an aunt mm-hmm. that had a, a child out of wedlock. Right. I had no idea. Right. They, they you know, she had been it, sent away. Yeah. It was just like a Bruce Hornsby song, man. Long Valley Road. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, nowadays with DNA mm-hmm. and all of this stuff, right. you think about how many thousands and thousands of people were raised by other people and they had no idea. No idea. That it wasn't really their parents. I, I have in my distant family, I have a couple of those scenarios yeah. where the child was hidden for many, many years. Right. And then wanted to reconnect later in life because right. they had no no connection with their real family. Right. And yeah. some were accepted and some weren't. Same. Same. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Wow. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. That is and alive. Did you know he was uh, diagnosed with Parkinson's disease? I did not. He was. He was diagnosed in 2016. Okay. But says he's doing well. Good. Might be an interesting read. I loved him in St. Elsewhere. Oh, yeah. 45 degrees in Lynchburg, Bedford, Roanoke, yeah. Danville, Salem, Amherst, and Appomattox. It's 45 degrees everywhere. I Okay. We're supposed to get into the 60s. I mean, it's here. It's here. The the nice, the I mean, what I would consider nice, and you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mid seventies guy. I could live there. Give me the eighties a little bit here and there. The nineties, nope. no thanks. The, I love this time of year. Yeah. I love it. I love everything about yeah. it. Now, yesterday, I was begging for a little fire in the wood stove. I'm mm-hmm. Like, could I just have just a little something, something, just a little? <laughs> and he's like, not yet. And then he opened up the bedroom window. Mm-hmm. I, it was like walking into a walk-in freezer. But I tried to go to bed last night. So I'm like, Rogan, come here. Right. <laughs> He's like, it's too cold in here. I'm going to sleep on the sofa. You know, that's when you know it's cold. When your when your Staffordshire pit right goes, eh, Mom, a little too cold in here. Hey, the kids. Well, we had them, we had them cut. Um, whatever day it was, Friday. Poor babies. Yeah, they, they got their Chihuahua look. And you know, I'm a miser when it comes to this stuff. That means I don't have to get them cut for three months. <laughs> They'll have, and really, they're just going to need a slight trim at that point because it's going to be the coldest part of the year. Right. But, Are they wearing sweaters? Uh, oh, they're wearing sweaters. Okay, Absolutely. Oliver I don't see how they just shakes. Be. He just shakes all the time. He has no body fat. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. And now he's got his nice sweater. He looks like he lives in, eight, in 03. He's an 03 <laughs> dog right now, even though he lives in 01. But, oh, you know, Lordy. Gets the things sn- we do. But gets, it, yeah, they're a little chilly. He gets a little snooty when he's wearing that silly sweater. Oh, does I don't he? know what it is. Does he get a different attitude? Oh, my gosh. It's just like. Okay. A little strutting his stuff there. Strutting his stuff. A little bit. Lincoln Elementary and middle schools are restricted entry and exiting following a gunshot report. 
both Link, uh, Linkhorn and Linkhorn Middle Schools, the elementary and middle, went on restricted entry and exit following a report of gunshot on Monday afternoon. You and I were on the phone. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that. When I that said, oh, this across. just came across. Yeah. Uh, four o'clock, the schools were placed on restricted entry and uh, uh, the staff reported what they thought sounded like a gunshot. Mm-hmm. They investigated the area. Nothing was found. And it was lifted at 420. So thankfully, it didn't end up being anything. Right. I say that's a good thing. Well, you and I were talking. I mean, they weren't letting parents telling. They were telling right. parents to stay away. Mm-hmm. Don't come to the school, which is kind of like, hello, I think I'm headed to the school as a parent. But anyway. Yeah, I, I think I think it's good. At least they're listening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and paying attention. And the elementary school and the middle school are all, the, all on right the same there campus. Together. They're yeah. there's right across from each other so that's a big but, what, campus but they were out of school right it would have yeah, been after school thing that, wouldn't the it thing it must have happened around the time they would be releasing him around three o'clock right well it said four because that's when i used to go pick up because usually they're home i mean they're yeah, three three fifteen home is when then. i would pick up our uh, foster child at lincoln mm-hmm. you know yeah but um anyway speaking of school yes a bus driver and 12 children were hurt when a school bus headed uh, oh, to no. southeastern Virginia Elementary School overturned Monday afternoon. Uh, City of Suffolk spokesperson Jennifer Moore said the crash happened around 9.30 a.m. The the school bus was headed uh, again to to the uh, Southwestern Elementary School. Uh, The driver and the children, uh, driver and the children were taken to the hospital with minor injuries. Uh, You know, nobody uh, having a serious injury. I know this a little bit out of our out of our uh, listening purview, but it is in the state. Uh, state news there and uh, everybody seems to be okay but a little bit of minor cuts and bruises probably would be my guess i never understood why we didn't have seat belts in school buses i right i know that's been debated back and forth yeah nowadays i guess you'd have to worry about them being a weapon of some sort probably probably. kids can make anything into a weapon 20 year old Jaden eubanks uh from blacksburg has been identified and charged for threatening to bomb the Blacksburg Police Department. How did you think that was going to work out for you, young man? About 11.30 on Saturday, they were made aware of a bomb threat towards the department. According to police, the threat had been posted online through social media. Well, that makes it even more speedy quick for them to get to you. Eubanks is arrested, charged with the Code of Virginia 18283, Threats to bomb or damage buildings. And now they've got their eye on you, buddy. He's being held without bond. Wow. That's good. Yeah, we don't do any of that nonsense here. There's no catch and release Thank God in for Blacksburg. That. Jeez. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it. Well, the fate of high school Botetot County is undecided after officials found it's too expensive to, to uh, be unkept. Lord mm-hmm. Botetot High School was built in 59, was renovated in 98. Old structures come with a lot of problems, as we all know. Leaks, stains, cracked floors are just a few of the issues at Lord Botetot School. Uh, there, I mean, I remember when JF went through this whole thing. They were going to knock it down. Then they were going to fix it. Then they were going to do this. And right. then we're going to do that. And, and it went back and forth. Uh, these are real issues, obviously, that schools face. I think one of the most expensive parts of a school system is the the buildings and the upkeep of the buildings oh yeah it's just super expensive um so they're they're grappling with what to do uh there's going to be many many uh school board meetings and city meetings on the uh the fate 
what they decide to do because it's a it's a long expensive adventure they've been doing it in rustburg they've leveled a couple of the old buildings and built some new ones so maybe that will be uh the the solution there i i you got to have good safe buildings if that building was built in 59 they weren't thinking back then that we would have the school systems that we're dealing with now because they you have to think security first you have to design your your buildings for that mm-hmm. and uh, anyway all right i know this is radio but i have to share this with you because it's really it. funny yeah trucker bob sent us a uh, a meme of sorts yeah <laughs> And it's explaining global warming. Yeah. Oh. Ah. <laughs> through underwear. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So in the 1900s, you had knickers down to your knees. knees. And in the 1940s, you know, they're, they kind of look like men's tidy whities Yeah, whities but, yeah. but that's what women were wearing. And then in the 80s, you kind of have the boy short thing. And then in the 2000s, you kind of got the high cut. And now you hardly have anything. Wow. It looks like a slingshot for the uh, 2000s. Exactly. 20s little, little floss there for you. <laughs> Uh, evidence of global warming. I don't know that that's evidence of global warming, uh, Bob, but I'm sure, you know, Washington would say it is. <laughs> Probably. Oh, oh who's it? Fruit of Loom. Mm-hmm. Yes, global warming through the eyes of Fruit of Loom. You're on the morning, Jam. Good morning. And you got to watch that trucker Bob, man. Uh, <laughs> love me some trucker Bob. You know. What's well, up? Well, he. He scared the tar out of me recently at Kroger uh, fuel pump. So, but uh, I was getting fuel. I went to the gym and I stopped to get fuel. And he he left our work, I guess, about the same time. And next thing I know, I get in my pickup truck and I'm like, somebody sitting in the passenger seat, huh? running like a possum, and scared the tar out of me. Like I thought, you know, <laughs> Mike Myers was in there or something. I haven't tar, heard that you know, saying in forever. Scared the tar out of me. Right. I love it. But, you know, but, well, I am country. You know, I come from Brook Hill, so you got turl. You got to go get it washed, turl. But, uh, you <laughs> know. Right, that's not, we didn't say that that way. But, yeah, yeah this doctor in Lynchburg, I, got, I don't know why. I just feel bad that he that somebody on Facebook destroyed his reputation. If somebody was in it, if a nurse was in the office with him all the time, I just think it's ridiculous that we're attacking people's character now. Like you know, Trump's a Russian or Bobby Kennedy. Did crazy you did you read like any of the um, did you read any of the reviews on Doctor Dabney? Yeah, I did. But I mean, I, I so I if if you're white, let I, me ask you. Hang on. If your wife was treated the way these particular patients were treated, even with a nurse in the room, you'd be okay with that? Well, I want a doctor to tell me, hey, Alan, you're fat. You need to lose weight. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, but you're... And you want that that for your wife. You're you're a guy. You're wanting him to jiggle her belly... And say right. your probably does your husband probably doesn't find this attractive. How's that sex How's life going sex there, life? Chunky? You know, yeah. Huh? Well, How's that I, sex life? I, I have my doctor I go to now, and the one I went to in Brooknell were highly inappropriate. My my doctor in Brooknell one time, I was a teenage boy, and he told me I had a kidney infection. He said you need to just get a six pack of beer and and get laid, you know. And that was when I was like seventeen. And me and him both giggled and laughed and thought that was funny. You know, you want well, I can tell you when you're laying there naked in front of a man. Thanks for the call. And you've had three children. Yeah. And you're already battling your weight, and and 
you know, somebody is that and you're that vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, you don't laugh it off. Yeah. You don't. And, and I, I read some of the reviews mm-hmm. and I mean, did he deserve to be, if some of the things were true, I think he deserved to be investigated. I, I do. Mm-hmm. But at the very least, word spreads and women, you know, right. women talk. And well, you had the story earlier. If you weren't listening, uh, Bethany Harris has decided there's not enough evidence to move forward. Is that right? Is that the story? That's true. And and I said when we we covered this thing mm-hmm. with a nurse in the room, right? Of course, gave him cover. And and the other people are saying, well, you know, the nurses are just as complicit as he is. Then right. um, they they just turned a blind eye to it. And, he, and one of the ladies even said, the nurse said to her, you know, prepare yourself. He's going to be ugly right. to you. Mm-hmm. So just prepare yourself. So is, an, is that enough of a disclaimer? I, I don't. I, to, all to go I know in is. And, and, and it, the person be ugly to you or whatever. If he had said some of the things to me mm-hmm. that he said to these other women, mm-hmm. he would have been having a one-on-one with my mark. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. All right. Because he's overstepped the line, mm-hmm. things were that not appropriate. Right, I, I don't agree. You should, you should, you know, have your life destroyed over Facebook. I, 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 agree, I agree with that. Part. I agree with that. But, but if it opens up a dialogue of something that needs to be addressed, then it's not a bad well, thing in and, my and, mind. And the reason I say this mm-hmm. is because there were so many reviews. There was so much online right. saying the same thing that went back years and years. Mm-hmm. And they weren't addressed right. by the uh, by the office. Well, they got addressed. Right. So when you don't address, when you just ignore things and think that they're go, going just to go, go away, away. Right. from your personal life, from your political career, if that's your thing, right. from your business, it's going to rear up at some point. You better rip that Band-Aid and let the healing begin. Well, I can tell you. I mean, people came up to Janet at Liberty yesterday and said, I need to know about this guy that you work with. I mean, does he really want to be, I mean, does he want his remains in a can of ready whip? And Janet had to say, yes, what, what you hear on the, on the station is what you get. We, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's time for Janet's five and dine on the morning jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. This is the good. <laughs> yes. Just saying. Indeed. <laughs> Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. I ask you what some of the recipes you'd like to see leading up to the holidays. Mm. You said some easy sweet treats, so I've got one for you today. All right. uh, this is a must have at some point. It's a pumpkin snickerdoodle. <laughs> it's so good. I'm you, just saying. You managed to squeeze both into one. <laughs> yes. It's a, oh, that's great. It's a pumpkin and snickerdoodle. Uh, in a mixing bowl, you're going to whisk together flour, cornstarch, cream of tartar, baking soda, baking powder, salt, cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, and allspice. And you're going to mix that together and set it aside. Yes, you do have to have the cornstarch, the cream of tartar, and the baking soda, or they're not going to be fluffy and beautiful. Uh, In the bowl of an electric mixer, you're going to put in your paddle attachment and you're going to cream together butter, granulated sugar, and brown sugar uh, just until it's combined. Mm -hmm. Occasionally scrape down the sides of the bowl throughout the mixing process. Uh, Mix in an egg yolk, 
then put in your pumpkin, not pumpkin pie mix, but canned pumpkin puree. You're going to put in your vanilla extract, and then you're going to add in those dry ingredients. Divide the dough in half, place each half in a bowl, cover it with plastic wrap, and chill it for 45 minutes. The dough should just be slightly sticky. Then you're going to um, roll little balls of your dough into a cinnamon sugar mixture, preheat your oven to 350 degrees, and then you're going to bake for about 14 minutes. They're delicious. So good. Mm. Uh, if you want this recipe for pumpkin snickerdoodles, just go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on boneless chuck roast, four ninety-eight a pound. Family pack pork spare ribs are $1.98 a pound. Family pack chicken drumsticks are $1.48 a pound. Fresh Boston butt roast is $1.98 a pound. And family pack pork steak or country style ribs, $2.48 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. It's that time of year where I like a little toast with a little jam on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You know, when we first came on the air in 2020, crazy year to launch a show during the pandemic, but uh, we had these jars of jam, and I kept, I kept my jars. Oh, did you? I have, uh, I have uh, Mr. T., fill them with honey now oh so i still have our original jam jars which has our image on it i don't think i even got one no way i think i gave everyone i had away well i gave them all away there was a certain person that came in and grabbed cases and took them out and gave them to customers who who so <laughs> ah. th- they went fast yeah they did they went fast. fast and it had some great jam it was a virginia jam company as i recall and uh, we worked with what was that was once called ailers mm. now it's uh you know where george the cat is okay so uh but anyway so those are good times still yeah. using the jar i'll have to uh maybe i'll have one filled with honey let me see what i can do i still have one of the stickers there's still one of the stickers that's never been put on something at my house that's a collector's item of sorts so let me ask you this i'm listening um, do you recycle at all yes i do okay what do I you do, recycle i do bottles plastics and cans okay i burn my paper products sorry i want to contribute to global warming well apparently if you think that plastic's getting recycled you might be surprised i've heard that yeah uh, 430 million tons of plastic is produced yearly, mm-hmm. according to the United Nations Environment 
program. Okay. Significantly more than the weight of all human beings combined. Really? One third of this total takes the form of single-use plastics. Single-use means it's only been used once and then... Which humans interact with for seconds or minutes before discarding. Then what? A total of 95% of plastic used in packaging is disposed of after use. Okay. A loss to the economy of up to $120, $120 billion annually. Right. Uh, one-third of the packaging is not collected, becoming pollution that generates significant economic loss by reducing the productivity of vital na- natural systems such as the ocean. Yes. This causes at least $40 billion in damages. Wow. Which exceeds the profit pool of the packaging industry. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. One paper estimates that the average person consumes five grams of plastic every week. Okay. Mostly from water. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard that. Some of us more than others because we use really old bottles that okay, we drink out of. Okay, okay. Um, Significant quantities of these plastic bits have turned up in common fruits and vegetables. uh, mm, Say that again. Microplastics are widely found in beer, salt, shellfish, and other foods. Significant quantities of these plastic bits have also turned up in fruits and vegetables. Wow. Huh. Wow. So, um, the solution to the problem... Okay. Is lying further upstream than those of you journeying on kayaks, picking up plastic waste along the waterways, which we appreciate you if you do that, Mm -hmm, mm because that's mm -hmm. an incredible thing to do. Yeah. But we've got to improve the recyclable issue. If if they were going to spend money on something, I wish they would spend it on that. On on this, right. See. Things that would genuinely make a difference, not this turbine crap and all these other things that he signed in. I agree. I mean... Why can't it be turned into playgrounds and all that kind of stuff? That's what I want to know. 72% of the plastic we make ends up in landfills. 72%. I can't believe that we're not further along at this point. Well, we have, I mean, we have separate garbage trucks that just pick up the plastics and such. I just, yeah, that's bizarre to me. It's pretty bizarre. Manufacturing plants are concentrated they say in communities of color like mm-hmm. louisiana an area along the mississippi river called cancer alley such plants emit air pollution raise the risk of cancer and diseases a panel of un rights experts said the pollution also disproportionately harms poor and developing countries ones that produce little or no plastic at all it's just interesting. I mean, we we recycle our plastic, and and I will say Mark is is great about recycling. I, and I mean, he knows too. Mm-hmm. Of course, he works in the paper industry, right. so he he's a little well, more higher. I'll tell you this on his paper. The paper companies are they're all about this stuff, right? They are all about yeah. this stuff. They have figured out a long time ago how to repurpose paper, and and, and just. They've been great because they realize that the timber is a limited resource. That's why they, I mean, you're, 
your companies, your paper companies, your timber companies are probably the one of the most eco-friendly people in the world. They understand it. We had a listener who said none of the local Central Virginia or anywhere on the East Coast take plastics off that literally be recycled. It's all going to the landfill. Wow. Plastics are big for the oil industry. I don't see us getting the oil industry to use recycled plastics when it's going to hit their pocketbook. All right. Well. Well. Do you think, is that really true? None of the, none of the recycled stuff we take, it all ends up in the landfill. Are you sure about that? I hope not. Because it doesn't decompose. It just kind of stays there. Been there, done that. Dale says we need to burn it and produce power. I would agree. What does that put in the air, though? Well, there's ways to filter it out with charcoal. And Oh, wait a minute. Charcoal, that's evil, too. That's evil. Can't that, have that charcoal. That comes from the ground. Come on, Mark.